Hello, welcome back to another Let's Verbal Process Thursday episode. This episode is part two of last week's topic, which is how to create your own style. And basically, this is just literally picking up right where you left off. If you listened to the last episode and you kind of forgot, go back, listen to the last two minutes, and then you can jump right into this one. But I left off right where I was about to get into talking about lifestyle and how your clothes should work for your lifestyle because everyone has a very different lifestyle. Some are more active, some are more sedentary, I guess. Some, depending on your job, you might need to dress a certain way depending on what your activities are. So that's kind of the idea of making sure that it works for your lifestyle. So we're just going to hop right in. This is your friendly reminder to hydrate though. Okay, enjoy part two. Okay, something I guess kind of talking about lifestyle and that I think is important in terms of how you create your own style is that you want to make sure that your style works for your lifestyle because, oh, let's say, let's say you were someone who is on their feet eight hours a day, seven days a week, and you buy a pair of shoes that are five inches and you're like, oh, I'm going to try to wear these as much as I can and everything like that. You're, no, <laughs> your feet are going to hurt so much. That's not conducive to the lifestyle that you have, which is totally fine. That's totally okay. So the clothes that you have, make sure that they work for your lifestyle because again, you want to actually wear them. If you are someone who is always in a business environment maybe investing in $200 sweatpants it might not be the best option for you I would say if you want a pair of sweatpants go to Everlane buy a $50 pair of sweatpants and those are sustainable those are ethically made and you can lounge around them at home but you don't have to necessarily pay a really high price tag for a pair of sweatpants that you're rarely even gonna wear so Again, make sure that it's good for your lifestyle. If you are a parent, maybe wearing certain clothing items or accessories may not make your life easier as a parent trying to juggle a bunch of kids. So I think just being really aware of that. Okay, and since I mentioned a little bit about accessories is I think accessories are also an important part of creating your own style. And this is belts, this is bags, this is shoes. Now, I don't think you need a bunch of things, a bunch of accessories. I think you just need to find the ones that are really complementary to the aesthetic that you're trying to build. And I think the really nice thing about what accessories can do is that if you don't have a lot of clothes, for example, accessorizing them can help create different looks. Maybe you're wearing a black shirt and blue jeans you can take that look from day to night or from day to the following day by just changing how you're accessorizing it. Maybe you have a scarf. One day you use it as a belt around your jeans. The other day you use it as a little tie on your bag. Maybe it's a leather belt, certain earrings, different things, sunglasses, different ways of accessorizing the same look can help create a bigger lookbook for your 
wardrobe. And I think that this is also really helpful if you create a capsule wardrobe. If you don't know what a capsule wardrobe is, it's usually about 10 core pieces that you wear each season. And you can have, for example, a fall capsule wardrobe and then a spring capsule wardrobe and stuff like that. And they're kind of like in rotation, which I actually... I don't, I don't have a capsule wardrobe. However, a lot of the pieces that I wear, I try to make sure that I wear those pieces during different times of the year. So for example, I have a lightweight cotton button-up shirt with the collar. I can wear that during the summer and it'll be open and maybe have a slip dress underneath. I can wear that in the fall and winter time under a trench coat or I can maybe put a turtleneck under it and then I can put, I can kind of do the button-up uh, it, God, it looks cuter than how I'm describing it, but basically there's different ways of wearing it. So those are things that like a piece of clothing that I can wear all year round. Now there are other times where I have, again, invested in pieces that I will only wear for a certain season. And I think that that is totally okay. For example, I have two wool coats. Those wool coats, yeah, I paid money for them, and they're amazing and I love them and they're beautiful, but I'm not going to wear them during the dead of summer. <laughs> like that's not going to do that. That's okay though, because when fall and winter come around, oh, I am wearing those. I am wearing those all the time. So I'm getting my money's worth. So I think it's really helpful for every season to put away the clothes that you're no longer wearing, that you're going to wear when that season will come back. So for example, any wintertime clothes when spring and summer starts to happen, maybe put them in a box or put them in another part of your closet and make space in your closet for you to see the clothes that you are going to be wearing in the spring and summer. That'll kind of help keep things organized. It'll help give you ideas of what you can match things with and stuff like that. So that's something that I, I do and I find that really helpful. So yes, I was also talking about accessories though, so I need to go, need to go back to that. Now, I'm not someone who accessorizes a whole lot. I have two belts. I have a brown and a black one, which is actually an example of investment pieces because for the longest time, I, every year or twice a year, I would have to go to the store and buy another freaking brown or black belt because it would just wear out over, over time because they weren't like properly made. I finally invested in more expensive belts. I think they were like $50, so not too, not too much, but they were really good quality leather, and I've had them for years, for years, and I haven't had to go and get new belts and stuff like that, and so that's an example of investment pieces, but also accessories that I can wear with so many different outfits, and to me, those are staples, having a brown and a black belt, leather belt specifically. For me, jewelry, I'm a very, like, classic, simple jewelry person. I love gold, so I'll wear a lot of gold pieces and stuff like that. Sometimes I'll play with different earrings in terms of the shape of them or the architecture. Like I have these these gold earrings. Every time I wear them, I get compliments on them because they look like melted gold in a way. They're very they're very pretty and they always get compliments on them. And so those are more of like a bolder accessory. However, they're still very true to me and they're very unique. And so you don't have to buy a whole accessories closet to have different accessories. I think it's just investing in certain pieces that you can wear with, again, many different things to make different looks. 
it's the same thing for bags too. I have certain bags that I wear. I try to wear my bags often, but I am also a big tote bag person. So again, that's lifestyle. That depends on where I'm going, depends on what I need. So yeah, sunglasses can be an accessory. And also too, sunglasses are just really important to protect your eyes. Invest in good sunglasses, which I'm actually going to get into in terms of which items I think you should really invest in. And I'll, I'll kind of save that for the end. Okay. So what else? Oh, also too, I think accessories can be a really great way of kind of creating more of a point of view with your clothes in terms of this shows, because I think clothes in general, and again with style, it shows, it's demonstrating what your point of view is. And that's how people are going to kind of get to know you. That's how you're going to get to know yourself a little bit even more. And accessories can help you also push yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit. Maybe you're not ready to buy a certain top or dress or whatever. And that's a certain kind of like aesthetic that you're not too sure about. You haven't really dipped your toes into it. So an accessory that's kind of within that genre can help and it can kind of give you an idea of like, oh, wow, I do kind of like this. So again, it can kind of help push you out of your comfort zone before you dive into maybe a new a new genre within your aesthetic or shape or color that you aren't really used to. So I think knowing where you're starting from when you are trying to build up your style is very helpful. And something that I also think is important with cultivating your style and something that I also really appreciate when other people do this is attention to detail. Detail, detail, detail. I love detail. I love detail whether it's, you know, in a song I love detail in movies. I love detail in architecture and food. I just like details in general. Like I always appreciate when I go into a building that's maybe built in like the 16th century and I look up at the ceiling and just the carvings and the detail and the colors and or the gold lining on the ceiling. I don't know. I love that stuff. I think it's beautiful. One of my dear friends told me something that I will never forget. And I think that they really hit it on the nail, actually. And I never really thought about it in, in that way, but they were very right. They said, Mayrani, I think whoever you end up with, they have to really appreciate detail. And I was like, oh my gosh, wait, Catherine, yes. <laughs> yeah, they do, because I have that appreciation for it. And I I think naturally I do have an eye to it. I I'm just gonna say it. I I love beautiful things. I love beautiful things. I love looking at beautiful things. And I don't mean that in a vain way. And I think maybe a few years ago, I wouldn't have even said that because I would think, oh, I don't want people to think that I'm like vain or narcissistic or anything. No, no, it, that's not that. I just have a true appreciation for the time and the effort and the skill, the skill that it takes to make something that is really beautiful, whether that's a piece of art or again, maybe it's interior, some kind of interior design, or it's a certain garment. I think that that is so beautiful and unique, and there's a process that goes into it. So I really, I have a great appreciation for those things. And I really tried to bring that into 
the clothes that I buy, which I think can help make, again, for me, because my aesthetic is very like timeless, classic, chic, and stuff like that. I think that paying attention to details helps make those things that can be viewed as, oh, that's like a basic, you know, like basic trench, basic white tee, all that stuff in a more interesting way if there's a cool detail around it. Now, maybe your style is not, again, the timeless classic look. It's a little bit different. It's a little more... I'm going to say camp because I, I think camp is very different than my style. If you don't know what camp is, Google Google camp or, or Google the 2019 Met Gala. Camp is a whole different genre that I, I don't really play with, to be honest. You can, especially though in camp, in that kind of genre of clothing, details are so important, I think, because again, it makes it unique. And it's like, wow, this person chose this shirt because of that really unique detail that I wouldn't have even thought about and stuff like that. So again, that's I think in terms of choosing clothes. In terms of putting together a look though, if I see that like some guy is wearing a pair of trousers with a linen shirt, maybe it's not fully buttoned, and they're wearing a leather vintage watch and stuff like that and maybe like a really cool pair of sunglasses I'm like okay this guy like has some attention to detail and in terms of putting a whole look together it wasn't just put on last minute and sometimes it can be actually and that's the thing is that I I know people people have complimented me like oh my god your outfit is so great today and I'm like I literally didn't know what to wear I just threw random things on but I think the reason why it looks good is because I have chosen pieces that are in my closet that I can wear in different ways and that I can just throw on. Now, to get to that point, again, you kind of have to do the research and figure out what your style is and the things that you're attracted to. And so you can get there. I believe in you. But I think, again, details, details, details are really important and they make an outfit really fun and really unique and very... I know, I think it just brings depth to it. And another thing that I think is really important in terms of creating your own style is having fun with it. Have fun with it. Have fun with it. Be bold. Be confident in who you are in your style. If you are someone who is maybe from a town where style is just not really a thing and maybe you're not really sure that you want to do it because maybe your friends or your family don't do it or you didn't know you don't know how to do it, or maybe you've always been interested in, in it, but you've been kind of afraid to do it, do it. Do it because you have one life to live, and putting together outfits, sometimes it can be hard, but it, it should be fun. What I'm giving you all is not secrets on how to be a brain surgeon or anything like that. This should be fun, and this should be something that again, it's just another way of expressing who you are and your point of view and give you confidence. And I think everyone should deserve to feel beautiful and fabulous and amazing and empowered, empowered. And also too, you might inspire other people with how you're dressing too. So have fun with it. That's really important. Now, if you are someone who is really interested also in learning about the history of fashion and of clothes and stuff like that. There are so many resources out there. There's the History of Fashion podcast, which is really great. There's books and stuff like that. There's a lot of different ways of learning how fashion 
and the clothes that we wear now and how we wear them and why we wear them, you can find resources that are talking about the origins of that because I think sometimes people think that fashion is very surfacy and yeah maybe to a certain extent there might be but I think like real fashion it's it's not like there is the intersection between fashion politics and technology I mean think about the clothes that we wear now how they are made the technology goes into that technology goes into that if you are someone who always wants to wear the newest like nike sneakers and stuff like that there is technology that's going into that and it's pretty dang cool especially in terms of the materials that they're using things like that it's it can be very cutting edge and from a political standpoint in history if you're wearing a certain color that means that you are ready to go to war maybe that means that you are supporting a certain candidate and, and even things like the corset, the corset, I mean, that's, I mean, read about that. That's a whole thing or how the modern bra came to be. I mean, there's, that's a whole social revolution, political revolution. I was actually just listening to the episode of how the, the modern swimsuit came to be. And just the, the, a lot of the political things around that is just so interesting. So no, fashion is not... It's not servicey. There is total depth to it. And the fact that men, men were the ones who used to wear heels. They were the ones who were wearing high heels first, okay? So re anyways, read about that. That's that's really interesting too. And, uh, and I don't think that fashion should have binaries in any way. And I really love seeing a lot of fashion magazines and covers or Instagram posts of wearing clothing in a really unconventional way and I'm gonna I'll be specific like men not being afraid of wearing clothes that are more traditionally viewed as feminine and I think that that's really cool and again I think it's the same for traditional women's clothing as well and honestly like there are some guys where I get inspired by what they're wearing. I really do. And then I try to wear outfits based off of their style inspo and everything like that. Like, I get very inspired by menswear. So, yeah. Okay. Also, too, I think figuring out fit is really important because, and I kind of mentioned this a little bit, but figure out the things that fit you. I think that that's really important because part of finding your style is also finding things that actually fit you. And if you're someone who goes for more of an oversized look, that's totally fine. But find oversized pieces that still fit your frame though. There's a way of doing it and you kind of just have to go and try things on. And I think that that's still really important because you don't want to look frumpy and you don't want it to look ill-fitting. So if you're going to play with proportions, just find, you, you just try things on and make sure that, that it fits. And also too, I mean, trousers, you, you want, I think there are certain pieces where you just like, they, they need to fit well. They need to just at least fit well. And it doesn't matter the kind of aesthetic that you're going for. If it fits well, it's going to look really good. So go to a tailor, find a tailor. And let's say that you went thrift shopping and you find this blazer and you really like it, but it's a little bit too big. Buy it, buy the blazer. Let's say it's 10 bucks and maybe it's a Calvin Klein or a Giorgio Armani. 
and you found it at a vintage shop, oh my gosh, get it. And, and if it's in pretty good condition, get it, take it to a tailor and it will fit you perfectly. And it's going to look like that you spent that $500, but you didn't. And yeah, you may be paid for the tailor. So what it came out for like $50, $60 total, you saved a lot of money, but it's also going to fit you really nicely. So find the things that fit you and invest in taking your clothes to a tailor for sure. And also too, I will, talking about figuring out things that fit you, trying on clothes is hard, okay? Especially jeans. I, for me as a stylist, like when people are coming in trying to find jeans, I always say, you do not need to fit into the jeans. The jeans should fit you. Your worth is not tied to a number on that jean or on that shirt or that dress or anything like that. So just know that. And also too, insider secret, every single brand, their sizing is completely different. So I think it's more about finding your size range at a certain store and just know that that might be a little bit different at a different store. So truly, I am telling you from someone who is on the inside of it, don't worry about the number. <laughs> Truly. Let's say you're a size eight, like a woman's eight in a trouser. And if it's really comfortably, but you're like, I'm never a size eight. I'm usually a size four. Tr maybe at a different brand, you are a size four, but at the other brand, you're a size eight. Again, the sizing is going to be different because how they're creating the clothes are different. Also too, and how much elastane is in clothing, especially jeans, that can change. And so I think there are going to be certain garments that are going to be a little bit harder to figure out the fit. And so go to a store and try it on. For example, I think if you're jean shopping, go, go to a store. That's going to be really hard and it can be really discouraging if you're just buying it online. Unless you have bought jeans from that store and you know your size, go ahead and do that. That's fine. I, I do that now. But if you are new to a brand, I would recommend going into the store and trying it on because again, it, you want to, you want to make sure that it fits and don't be afraid to ask questions. Ask how much elastane, again, if it's jeans, because this is the thing that I deal with a lot, how much elastane is in jeans? Is it going to stretch and stuff like that? Which also I think ties into knowing the materials that your clothes are made out of, which partially is also going to go into investing quality pieces. Don't necessarily invest in polyester or things like that, you know, like invest in pieces that, yeah, maybe are a little bit more pricey, but the way that they are going to fit and how long they're going to last you will, will be worth it. So especially if certain things are going to stretch out or things that are not going to stretch out, that's why it's so important to know what the fabrication is because again, longevity of the piece, but also how is it going to look as you continue to wear it? Is it going to stretch out too much and then it's going to look a little bit frumpy? So that's why it's really important to understand. And again, taking the time to ask the questions and to understand how the material is going to live, basically, whether it's going to stretch or whether it's going to stay the same. And also too, another layer of it. I know this kind of sounds like a lot, but it's it's worth it. It's and again, I'm I'm saving you money by by doing this. You got to do the work, but it, I'm gonna save you money, and also your style is gonna look really good because it's gonna fit really well. How you take care of the clothes are also really important. If you're someone who just throws everything into the washer and puts it on hot hot water 
first of all, don't do that. It's bad for the environment. But also, too, that's really bad for your clothes, especially if you if you have a lot of natural fibers in your clothing because you're buying sustainably. That's not good. Do not do that. Wash your clothes in, in cold water and air dry them. Air dry them as much as you can. Like, for example, your denim with, with my jeans. I used to wash them all the time, but then after working in my day job and learning about materials and those the the denim that we have I don't wash them as often as I used to which I'm kind of a germaphobe so I'm like "Eh." but I have a lot of jeans so I have them on rotation I guess which is good but basically I wash them inside out on cold water and then I air dry them now let's say it's really cold out because it's the dead of winter and air drying them is going to take a really long time put them in the dryer on like low temp for maybe like 15, 20 minutes, take them out and then let them air dry. That's a way of kind of meeting it halfway, you know, in terms of caring for the clothes. If you have wool, oh my gosh, if you have wool or cashmere or re-cashmere, re-cashmere is recycled cashmere, do not put it in the washer or the dryer. It will not, it will shrink. It will mess up. So if you are going to invest in pieces like that, dry clean it. Now, usually those pieces like that, you won't actually have to dry clean them often, but be aware of that. Like, just know that if you buy a cashmere sweater, it is, you know, that's not something that you're going to put in the washer, (laughs) okay? Don't do that. So also know when you do have to take it to dry clean, you, you know, take it to dry clean. However, be aware that cashmere is also created in a way where I mean hopefully it usually really good cashmere you don't have to t- constantly take it to dry clean and everything like that so just just be aware of that so that's why I think knowing the materials of your clothing are really important because you want them to you want to take care of them you want to have them for a long time and you want them to fit you really well and I think that's really important so especially if you have like let's say you have a lot of whites Put Clorox, put bleach, keep them pristine. Use a little spray. I use spray and wash if I have like spots on certain clothes or like especially my whites and stuff like that. That helps take them away. And I like I have a pair of white straight leg pants that I've had since 2019 and they look good as new from the first day that I bought them because I take care of them. So take care of your clothes. <laughs> know, know how to do that. Okay. Now, the last thing that I'm going to talk about are a few pieces that I I do think are worth investing in money-wise. And it's basically based on everything that I've said in terms of investing quality pieces that are going to last you a long time. But also, too, I think that this is kind of the list that I'm going to give is also a really great way of kind of starting your style journey especially if you're someone who is new to it or trying to reinvent it and stuff like that and again what these individual pieces look like can be slightly different depending on if you're someone that's a little bit more cutesy someone that's a little bit more edgy someone that's a little bit more classic and stuff like that so it's adaptable in that sense but these are just certain pieces that I think that everyone should have and this is for both in the traditional sense, uh, men and women, because you can buy these in both sections. But again, I'm like, I have a thing, a blazer, maybe, maybe buy it in the men's section if you're a girl. Okay. So yeah, but these are things that I do think money-wise invest in. The first are shoes. I think 
a good sneaker. I'm, I'm a white sneaker kind of gal and I have a lot of white sneakers to be honest. Investing in a good in a good sneaker and a good white sneaker that you can wear um, day, night, travel with, all that stuff, I think is really important. I love a few of the ones that I have are my Adidas, my Vejas, my Nikes. I have some Everlane ones. Um, I have a pair of Vans, which to be honest, I don't wear those white Vans as much just because they're not as comfortable as they used to be. But I would say the other ones are like my top white sneakers. So invest in a white sneaker, invest in a good boot, a good Chelsea boot. And those are amazing. You can wear them during the fall, during the winter time, heck springtime. They're a great transitional piece. Make sure it's really good leather, that it's waterproof. I think that that's really important. Might have some contrast stitching on it. And everyone looks good in a good Chelsea boot. And I, I, I just feel so empowered when I wear a boot. I love it. So I think shoes are something that you should invest in for sure. And to be honest, any of my shoes that I buy, I, I don't buy them secondhand. Again, partially because I'm a little germaphobe about it. But I am also like, if I'm going to buy shoes, I'm going to wear them a lot. So I want them to be new because I, uh, they're, I'm, I'm going to wear them. I'm going to wear them for a really long time. So I want them to start off pristine and then I can wear them. So I think in general, shoes, and you should buy them new for me personally. But again, a sneaker, a good sneaker, good white sneaker and a boot you're good. Okay. A coat, a trench coat or a wool coat. That is something that I think you should invest in. It's going to last you a really long time. I think it's important to get it lined. So making sure that the coat has a lining on the inside will also help just preserve it. It kind of strengthens it a little bit, but that is definitely something that I think that you should invest in. Making sure that the wool is 100% wool not a blend, not a polyester, half wool, whatever. Now, sometimes, sometimes like the, the inner lining might, might be, obviously the inner lining is not going to be wool. So that might be a synthetic fabric. However, overall, like the shell should be a wool coat. That is something that is an absolute investment, a trench or a wool coat or both, because you want it to be weatherproof. You want it to look good as well, I think. So yes, definitely investing in those like save up that that is that is definitely worth the investment I think jeans are worth the investment and here's the thing though that I will say let's say you go to a vintage shop and you find a pair of Levi 501s and they kind of fit you but maybe they're a little bit too big around the waist take them to a tailor that's totally fine that that's actually okay however I think the reason why those Levi's 501s are still going to look really good is because like true vintage Levi 501s, how they're made, they're made to last. They're made to last for a long time and to look good as you wear them. So if you were going to invest in a vintage pair of jeans, just make sure they're from a really good brand like Levi's that are like reliable in that sense. Otherwise, I definitely think investing in a good pair of jeans is really important. I'm going to name drop Everlane. I think Everlane is a really great place to buy jeans. A white t-shirt, classic, classic white t-shirt. Buy a t-shirt that has a little bit of weight to it, but is still like breathable and lightweight and everything like that. I'm just saying you don't want it to be made from like 
like basically a, a cotton <laughs> that's what i'm trying to say 100 percent organic cotton white t-shirt you can play with the cut again maybe maybe it's a high neck maybe it's a crew neck maybe whatever like depending on what your style is but you can do so much with a white organic cotton t-shirt a sweater a really great sweater and sweater i'm gonna leave it up to you whether it's like a cardigan or a chunky knit sweater anything like that i think a sweater is really important cashmere sweater re-cashmere sweater it's just it can be a really great transitional piece you can maybe tie it around your neck with with a tank top during like springtime you can wear it over a dress you can wear it with your chinos you can wear it with your sweater under your trench again just very transitional piece so I think it's worth investing in a really great sweater that you're gonna and the reason why I'm gonna say invest in it is because you can wear it so often and throughout the entire year so you want to make sure that it's gonna live up to it live up to the challenge of being worn all the time a good button-up I think a really good collared button-up is classic and you can dress it up you can dress it down you can wear it open that's a really good one and steaming steam your clothes get but also buy a steamer actually buy a steamer because then you can steam your clothes and yeah that's a really great way of preserving the clothes so buy a steamer because especially with a button-up you might have to steam it a little bit so to get any wrinkles out of it i think a really good blazer a blazer something to invest in again you can wear it for a job interview you can wear it over a slip dress you can wear it with jeans you can wear it with your khakis a good blazer that fits you and be aware that blazers have also sort of changed how they look over the decades an 80s blazer is different than a 90s blazer which is different than like a 20s kind of blazer so yeah just be just be aware of that like if you are going to buy a blazer you don't want to buy a blazer that's like way too out of date especially if you want to use it for the rest of your life or for a really long time but investing in a blazer i think is really important and then I kind of mentioned this earlier, a leather belt, a leather belt, like maybe it's vegan leather, maybe it's vegan leather because if you're only doing vegan leather, that's completely fine, but uh, just a belt that's going to last you a long time. And this is just from someone who had to buy a lot of belts <laughs> every year. So I'm really happy that I invested in my $50 belts because <laughs> they've lasted me a very long time. So, and again, that's kind of an accessory thing. I think a really good bag whether you're a dude or a girl, it doesn't matter. Like a good bag, maybe a satchel. I don't know. You can fit your things in there. That's really great. I think, again, look at the material. Look how big it is. Look at the color. Look at the stitching, the inside of it, depending on how it's built is really important. And also too, something that I do when I do research on before I buy clothes or accessories is I read the reviews and I Google, like I, I watch YouTube videos just in case if anyone has bought it. And so, yeah, but so re read, read about, read about the specifications for sure. Um, especially with accessories and stuff like that. And then the last thing is a pair of sunglasses. Sunglasses can just elevate a look so well. And honestly, it's, it can be really attractive too. But also, again, they protect your eyes. Make sure they are UVA, UVB, all of that protection. But the cool thing about sunglasses is that you can have a very, let's say, quote-unquote, kind of basic look. But if the sunglasses are a little bit edgy or there's kind of, again, the details with it, it's just a little off-kilter, that can, be, you know, that can be the star piece of the look. 
You know, I I think with every, when you get dressed, you should have every day, like at least have one thing that's kind of the focal point, whether it's the jacket because of the color or the cut, or maybe you're wearing just like your white Nikes and your your blue jeans and a white t-shirt, but the sunglasses are a little bit different. Have something that is the piece that is going to draw the eye to it and play with sunglasses, you know, or and again, maybe it's the bag, maybe it's something else, but I think sunglasses are just a really great way of elevating a look. It's going to protect your eyes as well, and it's also a fun way to play with accessories, so yeah. Okay, I really have to go. I have to be somewhere, like, in a few minutes, and I'm still at home recording this, so I'm going to peace out. I hope this was really helpful. Maybe I'll have another fashion podcast episode in the future, but I hope that this gave you some inspiration. So yeah, have a great rest of your day. Shop in your closet and have some fun with it. Have some fun with it. Alrighty, bye.